I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome, Songtown. Welcome, Marty. I'm Clay Mills, your co-host. And today's topic is a hot one because we hear this all the time in Songtown. Is the music business shutting you out? Is the music business trying to shut you out? Is it trying to keep you from succeeding? Because, as I've heard over and over and over, it's it's just a closed deal. There's a bunch of friends, good old boys, and they're in there, you know, and they're trying to keep the pie to themselves. They won't let anyone else in. And we all know it's rigged. I hear that over and over and over. Um. But Marty, curiously enough, do you the people I don't hear it from are the people that make it every day, that sign a new publishing deal, that have their first hit on the radio. You know, three years ago, um, the last live ASCAP before COVID hit, the last live ASCAP award show, um, I was sitting at a table and they announced that that year, 40% of the winners were first-time winners. So to me, that said, you know, this long-held belief that you can't break into the music business is just this myth. You know, you made it. You didn't know anyone in the business. I made it. I didn't know anyone in the business. We have tons of friends who have made it that didn't know anyone in the business, didn't have any money, great amount of money to help them out. They broke through, and here 40% of the new winners that night were brand-new first-time award winners. Um, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about um, what it takes to break through, you know, and, and let's just um, – because I, I, I really do think it's a myth that you can't get in, and I, I think if you have that mental attitude, then that's going to keep you from getting in. You know, because what you're doing mm-hmm. is taking the responsibility off of your own shoulders and blaming it on someone else. Where you and I know to, if you're going to make it, you have to put that responsibility of making it on your own two shoulders and you have to do the work. Yeah, I think that's a really self-defeating belief. If that's if that's how you're walking through the world, you know, believing that that's true, you're probably going to make it come true. And, it, you know, it's just like any other business. I think you, people have to realize if I, if I want to go work for the Tennessee Titans, I'm going to be competing against friends and family of people that already work at the Tennessee Titans. That's just a right. fact of, of life. And so what's going to get me a job with Tennessee Titans? It's going to be me being willing to work harder, me, you know, me having a skill set that they really need. There's going to be – you know, I'm going to have to beat out those people, but it's not that it's a closed system. It's just they already know those people. They're familiar with right. them. They're, they know what their skill sets are. And it's the same in the music business. You know, producers go to hit songwriters like Ashley Gorley because he's had 60 number ones. That's just how it's going to be. So Marty and Clay have to work a little harder to beat Ashley out. And what it takes is a, a song that's great, you know, a song that, probably beats the song that he pitched for that artist, you know? And so, you know, the mindset that you and I are always trying to instill in people is the goal is not to look at all the things keeping me from succeeding. The goal is to look at what will make me succeed. 
and that's writing better songs, you know? So you, we keep coming back over and over and over to the idea that if I don't like where I'm at in the, in with my songwriting, the secret is to write better songs, not, not to blame the system, you know, sitting home blaming the system or making excuses is never going to get me anywhere. Yeah. I mean, even if you're an artist and not just a songwriter, maybe you do both or maybe you're an artist, you're not going anywhere without a great song, especially in the beginning of your career. Yeah. Maybe if you've had 10 hits, you can coast on a couple, but not for long. I mean, you put out realistically the artists that have had really long careers Whenever they've put out a dud, they've had to follow it up immediately with a great song or their career's over. So it really comes down to that great song. And this is actually great news for writers because it, it says that, you know, artists need great songs. And so if you can come up with a song that's better, you know, Steve Martin said, be so good that you can't be denied. And that's that's the kind of mentality we have to have is that every day we wake up and we've got to write a song that's so good that it can't be denied. And those songs don't come along, you know, every day. Um, But, you know, I can tell you my first big song. It was a song that when it was pitched, everybody wanted it, you know, and, and that's the kind of. That's the kind of song you want to write. You don't want to walk around with the same song hoping that this publisher will be different than the last five that turned it down. You know, occasionally that happens, but when you write one of those magical songs, um, like when you wrote Must Be Doing Something Right, it was put on hold immediately. Yeah. You know, when when yep. you wrote Everybody Wants to Go to Heaven, you had two artists, major artists fighting over it. That's because they're great songs. And that's what you want to write is that magical song that when people hear it, they get jazzed. They get motivated. They want to go out and get that song recorded or they want to record it and put it on the radio. And there is a difference. It's a subtle difference. You know, there might be people out there going, well, I've written songs as good as that number one song right now, but man, you that's not your job. Your song is to write songs that are better so that you can become the next number one song down the road. Yeah, there, there's not any industry I'm aware of where you can just walk in cold and get a prime position, you know, and and if if you look at how many staff songwriters there are at publishing companies and stuff, you know, it's not a huge number. And so it's something you have to be willing to work your way into and put in the time and the effort. Uh, you know, I think too, you kind of alluded to this, but you, you have to commit yourself to continuing to get better as a songwriter. And yeah. that means whether that means getting mentoring or taking classes or reading books or, or whatever it, you know, maybe it's just writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. You have to commit yourself to doing those things or you're, you're going to spend your whole life just complaining about the business and how it's other people's fault and that kind of thing. And I, you and I have never seen anyone succeed with that mindset. No. And you know, it's, it's the want to, it's the stick to itness, um, stick to itness. Is that a word? I think it's stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll look that up. 
I'm so, you know, as a songwriter, I can make up words like Susu Studio. So I never really worry about the finer details because as long as <laughs> it, right. if it rhymes, I'm going to be good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really a mindset that you have to put everything on your shoulders and go for it. And, you, you know, you, you also said you've got to write a lot of songs. That's true. It's helpful. Um, but our theme for 2023 is to kind of n- go beyond that mentality of I've got to write a lot of quantity and really focus, I mean, you know, really focus on the quality because, yeah. you know, there's just so many songs out there. You don't want to be just another song in the sea of of Spotify uploads, you know. So I think if you really focus on, yeah, exercise that muscle and write every day but really focus on the quality and trying to yeah. write the best song you can write and be influenced by the music around you, be inspired by the music around you and the artists you hear singing songs. Imagine them singing your songs. You know, I don't think I've ever told this story, but when I started out, when I first moved to Nashville years ago, I had a diary that or a little notebook that I wrote lyrics and stuff in, but I wrote down five artists that I hoped would one day record my songs. And I went through a divorce and that got thrown into a box. And about 10 years later, I found that box and four of the five artists had recorded songs of mine. Now, I didn't know any of those artists. I had no connection to those artists when I wrote those names down. Um, and it could be five for five if Garth Brooks would get off his butt and record Man. one of my songs. <laughs> That's funny. I think I'm four for five on my list, too, because I've, I've done the same thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think when people when I hear that, you know, my songs are as good as I go, that's your problem. Yeah, because if, if they're if they're as good as then the people that already have done the 25 years of work and have the connections are going to win. And that's just natural. You know, if, if, if Dallas Davidson, who was Luke Bryan's college roommate has written a song and I write one as good as that one, Luke is going to cut his song because they're old buddies. Right. And, and I can't fault that system, but if I write one that's better than Dallas's, then I've got a real shot. And it's, you know, there's no, no business I'm aware of who's going to turn away something great, you know? So if I, if I take a great product into Walmart, they may go, wow, we've got 10 of these that we already carry, but yours is better. So we're going to carry it. You know, if mine's just as good as the 10, they're not going to carry it, you know? So a lot of that stuff is just the way the world works. And you have to commit yourself to writing songs that make, an impact on people, you know, that, that make people feel something. Because if I hear your song and I feel what you're talking about, I'm going to be interested in that song and I'm going to care about that song. And so, you know, if to everybody out there who's, you know, thinking, okay, 2023, I want to make this my year. That's where we suggest you start. Commit yourself to writing songs that are better than anything you've ever written and are better than the things you're competing against. And if you're not able to write that yet, that's okay. Just keep working on it and until you get there. 
and get rid of those self-defeating thoughts like, you know, people trying to keep me out. It's, you know, closed system and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we could do a whole show on what we mean by better than, because when we're talking about better than, we're not talking about writing a song that sounds like the last 60 number ones that Ashley Gorley wrote, but you did a better version of that. If it sounds like him, they're going to just cut his song. So what you've got to do as a writer is come up with your own voice, your own style, and develop that to such a high level that you're reaching people. So to me, writing better means you write a song that when you play it for people, man, it just hits them hard. Whether it's it's making them feel good, whether it's making them feel sad, make, whatever it is, if it's making them want to kiss their date sitting next to them in the venue, uh-huh. and it, it, you've really got to to nail it. And if you do that in your own voice, then there's always room for that. There's always room for yeah. a great song. Absolutely. Keep that in mind. Check out our sponsor, Sweetwater Gear. Clay love Clay and I love them. I've got a new microphone I bought right back behind me that I love. I'm excited about digging in and learning all the things it can do. But they're great Marty, sponsors of our show. Yes, sir. I, you can tell if if you guys are watching us on YouTube. Um, I have a sweet water addiction. I have <laughs> like way too much way too much gear behind me in my studio, and you can't even see all of it. You're just looking at a little of it. But yeah, Sweetwater, Sweetwater is where I go for sure. Um, in the show notes, there's a link to Sweetwater. There's also a link to books Clay and I have written, uh, one on melody writing that Clay did, uh, one on lyric writing that I did, and then one on um, co-writing that we did, all of those along with uh, songwriter and Songtown member Bill O'Hanlon. Check that out. We'll see you next week. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>